For over 10 years, VOC Nation has taken listeners behind the scenes of the greatest moments in pro wrestling history. Our hosts are not only experts on the business, but have lived in the business. Subscribe and hear weekly podcasts from hosts like legendary pro wrestling journalist Bill Apter, former Impact Wrestling star Wes Briscoe, former WWE and AWA broadcaster Ken Resnick, former WWE and TNA star Shelly Martinez, former WCW star The Maestro, NWA legend The Raging Bull Manny Fernandez, and much more. VOC Nation programming is free on most major podcasting apps, including iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and Radio.com. And video podcast and bonus content is available on Patreon for as low as $3 a month. What are you waiting for? Head to VOCNation.com and dig into the most comprehensive podcast network built for pro wrestling fans. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at VOC Nation Wrestling Network and follow us on Twitter at VOC Nation. everyone to WCW Retro. I'm your host for the evening, Papa Stro, the Maestro of Wrestling. Great to have you guys with us once again. This is the show we talk about past, present, future professional wrestling, but so much more. Ah, you never know who's going to call in. It's half the fun. It's the Wild Wild West of Podcast right here on WCW Retro. A lot of stuff going on tonight, and tonight is a special night as we'll be discussing the greatest matches in wrestling history over the years. So if you have one of your favorite matches, well, there's a you would like to share with us. Call anytime during tonight's live WCW Retro Podcast at 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And before we get to the callers and talk greatest matches tonight, I'll give a few shout-outs, announcements and mentions, if you will. First off, shout-out to Masters of Ring Entertainment, mastersofringentertainment.com. Uh, Fish with Special Friends at fishwithspecialfriends.com. Innovative, innovative Hybrid Wrestling, IHW Wrestling. Find out whether or not to on their Facebook at facebook.com slash IHW Wrestling. Also, uh, Lost in the Funhouse podcast with Greg Roblondi and Antler Hill. You can check their podcast out on YouTube. Go to uh, YouTube and search for Lost in the Funhouse podcast. Uh, check out all your great uh, VOC Nation podcast programming on at VOCNation.com, the dates and times and the schedule, including In the Room every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, uh, Wrestling with History with Bruce Wart, Ken Resnick, 
and the great Bill Lapter every Wednesday night at 9.30. Uh, of course, WCW Retro every Thursday night at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, plus all the great programming we got right here on viewsandnation.com. Just go to viewsandnation.com for the times and dates of your favorite podcast. And support us on Pro Wrestling Tees at prowrestlingtees.com slash viewsandnation. Get your favorite viewsandnation t-shirt, including one of WCW Retro and one of yours truly, Papa Stroh, the fourth face of Stroh. And uh, we would much appreciate the support. And thank you to have supported us. And if you'd like to uh, make a donation to yours truly, buy me a cup of coffee, tips, etc. Thank you for those who have already donated. If you'd like to donate, send it to my PayPal at paypal.me slash papastro. That's M as Mary E's and Eats all together. It's paypal.me slash papastro. And thank you in advance for your support. And I'm accepting bookings for TV, wrestling, film, endorsements, commercials, commentary, Comic-Cons, conventions, Seminars, uh, you name it, interviews, charities. I do a lot these days. So uh, if you'd like to book me for your event or cast me for a television film event, hit me up. Strofoya at yahoo.com. S-T-R-O number 4-Y-A at yahoo.com. Strofoya at yahoo.com. And let's talk business, baby. And if you would like to be a special guest on a future episode of WCW Retro, uh, hit me up as well. Uh, WCW Retro at yahoo.com. Let's give you some exposure, if you will, right here on the network. And you can find us now on Spotify. Look for WCW Retro and VOC Nation on Spotify. So Spotify listeners, uh, check us out, WCW Retro, VOC Nation. Um, I have a new film that's coming out called Hybrid. Be, be on the lookout for that soon. Um, also... A film that stars Dr. Arkhamen, The Devil's Daughter, a Harlequin origin story, will be premiering October 30th at the Golden Ticket Cinema's Twin in Lenore, North Carolina. And uh, and then the next day will be premiering on The Devil's Daughter Facebook page. At, and for more information on both events, go to facebook.com slash realdevilsdaughter and proceeds. We'll be going to the organization called Gracious Hands, who helps people that deal with domestic violence. So uh, it's for, for a great, very good cause to share. So please uh, uh, go to Facebook.com for Steel Double Slaughter and uh, help out Gracious Hands to share uh, a great organization. And with that, a lot, a lot of stuff's happening as well. Um, support my friends at the Nightmare Factory. We'll be relaunching for the month of October, starting tomorrow, October 1st. Uh, just go to NightmareFactoryNC.com for more info, and they're located in Havelock, North Carolina. So if you're in that area, go out support them. They'll be uh, starting their haunted attractions for all the month of October. So uh, give them a shout. Great people, and uh, always a good time to haunt at the Nightmare Factory, sure. Um, October 16th. Uh, doing a special uh, event with Shockwave Wrestling Entertainment called Ode to Manson. Uh, it's a tribute show uh, dedicated to the late Moses Manson, good wrestling brother of mine. Uh, pro- all the proceeds will be going to his family, Daryl Hall, uh, Moses Manson's family. 
and uh, more information and how you can donate, make your donations to the family. Go to shockwavewrestling.com for more information. And and also on the ticket information on the event, uh, I'll go paypal.me slash shockwave tickets for that as well. And shockwavewrestling.com for the rest of the info. But uh, we'll be taking a quick commercial break. And when we get back, uh, we will be uh, talking greatest matches. So looking forward to diving into that as well. And to lead into the commercial, let's see what we can do here. We'll go to some uh, Jap- the Terry Funk's Japanese theme on the commercial. So we'll be back in a few moments, folks. Stick with us. And if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks. Having started way back in 2010, VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern, and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show, and recent guests have included... General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter, at VOC Nation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I might be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys. And- 
the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOT Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week. Talking dream matches. Taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. This is Lance Storm, and if I can be serious for a minute, you're listening to VOC Nation Worldwide. VOC Nation is one of the longest-running wrestling podcast networks, having started way back in 2010. VOC Nation provides daily streaming shows where fans have the ability to interact with their hosts, and guests via phone calls, emails, and Twitter. VOC Nation hosts also include former backstage interviewer from both AWA and WWE, Ken Resnick, former WCW performer The Maestro, former Impact performer Wes Crisco, Pro Wrestling Illustrated contributor Brady Hicks, and former Philadelphia radio personality Bruce Wirtz. VOC Nation's two most popular shows are Wrestling with History, featuring Ken Resnick and Bruce Wirtz, streaming live on Wednesday nights at 9.30 p.m. Eastern and In the Room, featuring Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks and WCW alum The Maestro. Both shows take callers live during the show. And recent guests have included General Adnan, Tito Santana, Haku, Earl Hebner, Danger Sandy Davis, Jimmy Hart, Ricky Steamboat, Brodus Clay, and so many more. Archive-free content includes past interviews with huge names like Hulk Hogan, Jesse Ventura, Kurt Angle, Sting, Mick Foley, Joey Styles, Howard Finkel, and so many more. Listen live at VOCNation.com and subscribe to all the podcasts by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. And be sure to follow these guys on Twitter at VOCNation. Hola, this is your amiga, Shelly from Cali. To let you know, you can catch me here on VOC Nation for Shelly Live. You never know what the hell I'm going to be talking about. Sometimes I have guests. Sometimes I let you on in the cheese mess, spill a little tea. Sometimes I cry. You have to tune in to find out why. And I also take your calls. I love chatting with you guys and seeing what the hell you guys are thinking. So meet me here on the VOT Nation. Be there or be square. Rock and Roll Union for the past two years has been the place for rock and roll, new rock and roll, debuting rock and roll, and some of the old classics as well. We have welcomed guests from around the world, national artists and more. We have excited many people by our live events. We've welcomed everybody into the fold, and we continue to do so on a weekly basis. Guys, that is Rock and Roll Union, and that is what we do for you. Saturdays, 6 p.m. Eastern, VOCNation.com. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's 
WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out, VOCNation.com, WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Welcome back to WCW Retro, Papa's show here, and tonight we're talking greatest matches in wrestling history. Uh, man, uh, what a great topic to dive and talk about. Anytime you guys want to call in, to tell us some of your greatest matches of your favorites three years, call in 914-338-1885. Once again, the number is 914-338-1885. And right off the bat, uh, I, I, I've got to say personally that uh, some of the greatest matches that I've seen uh, through the years have been ones of uh, Ricky the Dragon, Steamboat, and Nature Boy Ric Flair. Uh, those guys uh, always put on classics whenever they stepped in the ring. And uh, it, it's like it's magic whenever they lock up and uh, do what they do. Uh, and uh, great learning tools for younger wrestlers to, to learn the art of pro wrestling from no doubt. Uh, two masters of the ring, uh, Ric Flair and Ricky Steamboat. And so uh, I definitely recommend uh, those series of matches for you guys to check out that or uh, inspiring young and upcoming wrestlers in the business. Uh, but yeah, Ricky Steamboat and Ric Flair, man. Two of the greats. And what a great feud they've had over the years. And uh, some of the best matches that I, I can think of is amazing. Uh, another one that comes to mind is uh, Tiger Mask and uh, Dynamite Kid uh, back in the day. Uh, great, great chemistry with those two. And did phenomenal things that they would do in the ring. It's, it's amazing. And uh, so way ahead of their time uh, with their that with the athleticism and skill. Uh, tremendous. Um Another one that comes to mind, I guess, uh, a lot that's been talked about this match over the years is the rest of many a three match with uh, Macho Man, Randy Savage, and Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, one of the greatest matches ever, no question. And uh, and, and one of the greatest uh, cards ever, WrestleMania <laughs> 3, uh, no doubt. Uh, tremendous match uh, between Macho Man, Randy Savage, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Uh, I... I, I tell you, uh, a great match of, of recent days. Uh, I would have to. Go, it has to go out to uh, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega from AEW. 
uh, Dynamite. Well, yeah. And uh, what a what, what great uh, match that was between uh, Brian Danielson and the current uh, champ, Kenny Omega. Tremendous. One, one of the best so far. Um, but, yeah, yeah, just a couple of them right off the bat to, to give you guys something to talk about. Take your teeth into. So uh, if you guys want to call in anytime during tonight's live WWE Retro Podcast to discuss some of your favorite matches of the year, you can do so. Call in anytime, 914-338-1885. Once again, that number is 914-338-1885. And I can't wait to get you guys' feedback, for sure. But uh, another a match uh, I would love to talk about with uh, from Halloween Havoc years back with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio. Uh, uh, two, gra- two wrestling greats um, between the late Eddie Guerrero and uh, Rey Mysterio. Uh, Lucha Libre is the finest those two uh Two, two masters of the ring doing their thing. Uh, one of the greatest matches I've, I've, I've seen personally over the years, recent years, definitely, no doubt. Uh, the chemistry that uh, Eddie and uh, Ray had was just off the charts. And, and uh, it was a real pleasure to watch. So I definitely recommend uh, uh, you guys checking out the Ray Mysterio versus Eddie Guerrero. Well, we have a tremendous, tremendous match that one. But uh, yeah, wait for you guys' feedback. Um, just just a few matches to uh, dive into, if you will. I'm going to take another commercial break, and when we come back, we'll be talking more greatest matches right here on WCB Retro. So that will lead into the commercial with some. Let's see. Yeah, okay. Let's uh, one of the old. Things, old things. <laughs> and we'll, we'll be back in just a few moments, folks. Talk more greatest matches. Stick with us. Total Package, Lex Luger, you're listening to the VOC Nation. Don't miss out. Since 2018, there's only been one program that brings you artists from around the world, both big and small, brings you the best in local talent, and hosts live events. Rock and Roll Union is all of that and more. With C.T. McManus, the lovely D, and new co-host Psycho Steve Preston, you're sure to get everything you need. So tune in Mondays at 6 p.m. for your one-stop shop for all things rock and roll. Rock and Roll Union, music worth fighting for. Check out In The Room every Tuesday night at 9. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm. And you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then, uh, I didn't get pregnant either. 
Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Wrestling. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airline cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Each and every Thursday night, check it out. WCW star Stro Maestro takes you on a journey. It's WCW Retro. Talking old school match of the week, talking dream matches, taking your calls and looking back on an incredible career of acting, entertaining, and wrestling. Check it out. VOCNation.com. WCW Retro. Be sure to call in Thursday nights, 9 Eastern, on the VOC Nation Radio Network. Yo, this is Jerry Steigs of the Nasty Boys. Yeah, Brian Knobs here. You get ready to get nasty. Well, listen to the VOC Nation, baby, because it's about to get nasty all around and up in this mother. Get ready. Nasty sensation is coming at you. The worldwide leader in entertainment. This is the VOC Nation Radio Network. Everybody, welcome back to WCW Retro. Papa Stroll here, and tonight we're talking greatest matches in wrestling history. And uh, we're off to a great start so far, so let's continue to let the good times roll. All right, here we are. Uh, I believe we have uh, Professor Steve on the line. Uh, Steve, welcome back, brother. How you doing? Oh, I'm doing all right. Just uh, listening in and uh, you know eating. So I wanted to call in and. Good topic tonight with greatest matches. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah, greatest matches tonight, man. You you got any any of your favorites that come to mind you'd like to share? Um, definitely the uh Pro Wrestling Noah um Kabashi Masawa match from two thousand three. Uh Ooh, March first. Yeah. That's a good one. I've rewatched that a few times. It's uh pretty epic. I'm yeah, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they got injured at any point, like you know, lingering injuries from that. Because was, there was even like a like a tiger or, uh, or a dragon suplex up the stage uh, ramp, crazy on mm. the floor. I'm like surprised they were able to finish the match, like with some suplexes they were doing like on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, oh man. Kabashi was like, able to finally beat Masawa, I think, and. They had like a long uh, history mm. in all Japan, you know, up to that point. So, pretty uh, epic uh, 
Yeah, I, I used to enjoy those uh, Kibachi uh, Kawada matches. Oh, they're intense. Yeah, Masao and Kawada uh, had a really good match in uh, 94. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, June 3rd, 1994. And that one gets a lot of... Uh, you know, greatest match ever comments. That one in the uh, Kabashi match mm-hmm. in 03. So, yeah, I wanted to do a... Classics. <laughs> mention those ones. Yeah. And that... Uh, Classic. That, that, uh, that Tiger driver that Masao gave the Kawada in that 94 match just looked brutal. Like, Ooh. Good. Yes. Hmm. No, that's insane. Oh, so, oh gosh. Um. Yeah, yeah, just uh, gosh, I remember back watching those matches and it was like, oh, this is so intense. And uh, Kawada would use his feet like hands. <laughs> How skilled he was. I see. Amazing. Um, I see some influence that he's had with the kicks because, like, uh, Pac Neville would do a similar like head hold kick, and then I'm sure low key. Did that too, but, um, right. Yeah, they're pretty influential. Those four pillars of all Japan, especially with right. guys like Eddie Kingston and Eddie Edwards. Oh, oh yeah, oh sure. Um, yeah, I when I see low key, I see a lot of um, uh, new like Japanese influence with his style as well. Mm-hmm. Tremendous. Oh, man. I, I, I like some great the, picks. <laughs> I like the match. Oh, go ahead. Early. Uh, Tiger Mask is definitely a good pick. Uh, him and from uh, New Japan. Those, those oh, yeah. Yeah, Damon Dynamite. Yeah. Oh, man. Amazing matches they had. I mean, they were so way ahead of their time. Yeah, they even did... Uh, Pile drivers on the floor is ridiculous. Like, like it, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy how how it still holds up. Like even with all and, the, and the tra- just, just just the transitions and counters were just amazing that they were doing. I was um when I was watching Dynamite, uh, CM Punk compared Dante Martin to Tiger Mask, and I'm like, man, I wish Dante Martin was wearing a mask now. Call him like pants. Well, right. All right. Uh, you, you know, and and that kid's incredible. I mean, and he, the thing is, he's still young, so he can only get better. You know. Right. I think he could be their Will Osprey type, where he can do all the acrobatics and kind of like the flat, do the flashy stuff. Hmm. And and Lee, Lee Johnson, he's another guy to look out for. I, I think. Very athletic. Oh, yeah, from Nightmare Factory. Mm-hmm. What did you think about Art Anderson's promo on Dynamite? That was great. There was even memes after it. Oh, you know what? I, I had a feeling that was bound to happen just because of the long history with the Andersons and the Rose. <laughs> and it was, it was just a matter of time before there'd be suspension, I think. 
And we're, we're evidently it's that time. <laughs> that was a good good moment for Aaron there because uh, I wasn't sure what you know. It was I know he's a good promo, but it was good. It was cool to see it again. Recent on TV again. And I think he can do a lot of good for Lee Johnson to help elevate him. Right. Um, I know Arn definitely uh, favored Brody Lee in WWE when he was with Harper. And, uh, it was cool mm-hmm. to see them do dedicate the show to Brody since they're in Rochester. Yeah, yeah that was cool. I think you mean the, with uh, Brody's family there, yeah. The uh, the, the Brody uh, Cody match, dog collar match was pretty great. That's a good way. Yes, it was. Unfortunate, unfortunate circumstances after, but just a, a cool way to finish. You know your career that oh, way. Oh yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it, it was solid. It was definitely solid for sure, and and. and and Brody was such a great wrestler, man. Oh, my. Definitely one of my favorites. Right. Um, it kind of gave me that. It, it has that um, Shibata Okada mystique a little bit because of, the, you know, just real-life circumstances. But, you know, Shibata Okada, Sakura Genesis, New Japan, I, I mm-hmm. would say it's one of the best matches. And he's had matches with, you know, Tanahashi and Omega that were legendary, but Shibata Okada yeah. was just epic and, like, that headbutt, unfortunately, like, probably ended Shibata's New Japan career, but it was uh, such a iconic moment. Right. And what a match uh, Miro and uh, Kavar had the other night. That was really good. Sorry, uh, uh, Gavaris. Oh yeah, yeah, the TNT title match from yeah, that was a good, that was a good match. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I didn't think that. Well, I've never really seen much of uh, Sammy and uh, Miro, right, in the ring. But uh, that, man, what chemistry they had. Good that they build it up with the uh, Fuego del Sol kind of like mm-hmm. uh, feuding with Miro, and then they had Sammy uh, uh, right. beat Miro. That's some good uh, storytelling leading up to it. And you know, I, I mentioned earlier in the, in the podcast about uh, the match with uh, Brian Danielson and Kenny Omega, how good that was. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one of the best dynamite matches. Uh, I would have to put that up there with Omega Pac, the that mm-hmm. uh, thirty minute match as well. But um, yeah, definitely one of the best dynamite matches. Maybe one of the best AEW matches outside of like the tag team match with the Young Bucks and Omega uh, Page. But yeah, it's definitely right. up there with the top matches there. Yeah, that was really really good. And uh, I mean, Brian Danielson. I mean, he, he looks in great shape. 
I love how whenever he comes out, he just has a white shirt. And then there was even a segment where the Omega and Brian where these both wore, wore white shirts. Like, I guess Brian just doesn't <laughs> want to wear, like, a logo shirt, so he just wears a white shirt. It's just a funny detail that you <laughs> notice. Yeah. But yeah, I really think he's going to be doing some great things with AEW. And I, I look forward to him oh, and Jackson sure. on um, Rampage uh, tomorrow night. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be really cool. And, you know, I got to admit, uh, the other night with uh, Big E and uh, Bobby Lashley, I mean, they had a good series of matches. Hmm. Who, 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 uh, so Big E beat Bobby Lashley, right? Was it, um, was it like a title ring match recently? Because I didn't see it. Yeah, uh, on Raw, it was, uh, it was this uh, regular title match. And there was some interference to where they wrestled again later on that night inside of Steel Cage, where you know, Big E retained. But uh, both matches mm. were pretty solid. It's good to hear. Um, I know Big E's well-liked over there, so it's uh, cool that he's champion over there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, cl- classic uh, two big guys, you know, I mean, Having having great matches together, man, for sure. I gotta say though, uh, one of the most recent uh, WWE matches that I would consider some of the best ever that'd be mm-hmm. just Walter's matches. Walter's matches with uh, Tyler Bate and uh, Ilya Dragunov. Yeah. The first Ilya oh, match yeah. with uh, Walter, and then that that Pete Dunn match. I mean, right. I done, uh, Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate. Tyler Bate, that yeah. Tyler Bate match was epic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. The uh, the the crowd was definitely there for the Tyler Bate match. And, uh, you know, he finished, Walter finished him with a clothesline after this epic match. It was, like, such a Japan finish. And, like, Walter, mm-hmm. he'll, he'll, They'll finish Champa off with a chop after a, after an awesome suplex, but a freaking chop. It's just so cool to see a chop in the clothesline as a finish. And, uh, yeah. And then um, Walter versus Ilya, the first one was definitely great. He just they both look. I know Ilya just looked like he went he like went to war with them like just red chest. Mm-hmm. Matches his uh, entrance with the Soviet entrance, but um, yeah, like um, and then of course they had that great rematch for Ilya won, but that first one was pretty epic. Like they even did like a a breakdown on YouTube commentary, other wrestlers commentary over it. I know uh, Cornette put it over highly. I, I think Walter is a young legend, like. Already, just with these NXT UK matches. Oh yeah, without question, and I, I can't wait to see what he does next. Because I mean, he's, you know, he's still got quite, quite a few years left in him. So, guy's the <laughs> limit, you know. It's just, um, I wonder how he'll fit if he goes to NXT US because it's, it's different uh, presentation now. But 
Um, mm-hmm. Him and NXT UK and some of the, the big NXT matches he's had so far are just classics. I think he could fit in right with that 90s All Japan group if, if he came in as a guy, you know. Oh, yeah. Walter is a special type of uh, talent and athlete that, I mean, you can pretty much go anywhere and, and still be a success. He he um he definitely elevated uh, PCO too before he became a Ring of Honor guy. Uh, PCO mm-hmm. had a good match with uh, Walter and on the Indies they got a buzz. Right. I, I know a great match to mention uh, uh, was uh, if Brock Lesnar and Kurt Angle man. Kind of segueing for uh, great big guys in the business, um, you know. Walter and you know Walt, the similarities of Walter and Lesnar are pretty pretty astounding if you think about it. You know, two big guys that <laughs> real aggressive and athletic. Oh yeah, um, I know Walter. I think Walter and Cena both agree that Brock is like the best ever, which is interesting because. Um, I guess from uh, career accomplishments, I guess you could say that. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, I think Walter definitely is influenced by Brock, and uh, I, I would love to see uh, Walter and Brock at some point um, if they can do a, a like a big match like that. Uh, oh yes, I know. Wal- I know Brock's got Roman Reigns next, but. It'd be nice if they could actually give us something new with uh, Walter Brock or, you know, Samoa Joe's there. Uh, I know he's, mm-hmm. he's recovering from injuries, but, you know, they could go back to that too um, for like a one-off. But, yeah. Right. Um, uh, Brock, Brock had a good Iron Man match with Angle 2 on SmackDown years ago, I believe. And, and then, mm-hmm. Um seeing that and how he even disqualified himself on purpose in that match just to get an edge in that match was pretty cool. Like, uh, yeah. Oh, man, tremendous. Another big guy, you know, he's no longer with us, that had tremendous matches with uh, Masato Tanaka with uh, you know, Mike Awesome from ECW. Uh, those two, man. Oh, my gosh. Incredible together. Yes. Uh, I think they feuded in FMW... And uh, Mike Awesome was Gladiator, and they just, you know, they carried it to ECW. ECW was definitely FMW-influenced, and uh, I think tonight they're talking about FMW and on Vice, and uh, um, FMW is actually back again with the Onita. They're doing events again, but, uh, yeah, Masada Tanaka, I think, is still wrestling, too, and uh, Mike Awesome was such a great opponent, rival for Tanaka, that, um... I used to watch these W DVDs that WWE put out, and uh, Paul Heyman basically like said Tanaka and Mike Awesome was basically kind of personified ECW, just that you know that uh, fighting spirit that Tanaka would show, with giving those chair shots. I know like it's it's kind of you kind of it's it's they wouldn't do that today if you're in a major promotion, but. Just the, mm-hmm. the, you know, the, the, uh, 
just it's a it's awe it's awe dropping and it's you know it's it's awe inspiring to see like someone like Tanaka to show resilience in those matches was awesome. Just going through tables, getting struck with chairs, and just just won't go down. Right. Good rivalry. Oh, tremendous, tremendous. I I know I mentioned it earlier in the podcast, but uh, I. I I, I was talking about the, the, the Halloween Havoc match with Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio and how great that was. Um, and the chemistry those two had in the ring together in their matches was just, uh, just amazing to watch those two at work. Yeah, their Halloween Havoc match was pretty great. Um, definitely one of their best ones. Uh, Ray would do some crazy acrobatic stuff. Like that, a uh, jumping DDT, I think. Um, mm. And just they even carried that into WWE. And I really liked uh, when Eddie turned on Ray and had those uh, had that great promo afterwards. And um, with the whole, you know the family stuff got involved, but I was they had some really great matches in WWE and WWE. And, um, but, yeah, I think Villain Eddie was so great. Eddie was great in both roles, but I love that mm-hmm. uh, uh, malevolent Eddie, especially promo-wise. Right. And, gosh, could you imagine Eddie Guerrero today with some of the day stars, like from AEW and WWE? Oh, man. Some of the dream matches. Yeah, I think. You know what I mean? Eddie Eddie Bryan, uh, Punk got to wrestle Eddie in a triple threat and basically, like, you know, knew that he was not on Eddie's level at that point, but was grateful to hang with him in Mysterio. And, uh, um, yeah, I think Guerrero and and either brand. I'd love to see Eddie with Andrade or Angel Garza because Angel Garza is so uh, he's got that tangible, he's got that uh, like, that smile that's like uh, that charisma, charismatic smile that charisma right. that Eddie has but um it's Sammy Guevara versus Eddie there's just a lot of, a lot of dream matches that Eddie could have had and I think uh him and Dante Martin would be pretty good because the acrobatics involved. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's Eddie was awesome in this era for sure. Right. Uh, Tetsuya Naito with uh, Logan mm-hmm. Naito. I think that'd be kind of funny to see him in there with yep. the guys. Oh yeah. Oh, that'd be great. Um. I, I, another match that don't really get talked about as much as it should is um, uh, Ultimo Dragon and uh, Dean Malenko from Starcade. Oh, yeah. That was really good. Yeah, uh, Malenko's uh, definitely a, one of the best technical wrestlers ever. And, uh, Ultimo Dragon definitely uh, influenced a lot of... Uh, uh, high flyers and cruiserweights, you know, after him. Mm-hmm. So I, I got to go back and rewatch that, honestly, because 
Um, yeah, WCW had some really great cruiserweight matches like that at that time. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, you know, another great series of matches uh, back in the ECW days was uh, Rob Van Dam and Jerry Lynn. I mean, those guys would just turn it out every time. Oh, yeah. Um, they had a great series of matches in ECW. And Barely Legal, I think, was... Uh, no, not Barely Legal. Guilty as Charged was one of them that I, I remember. And, um, yeah. Uh, definitely awesome series of matches. I think that would be their... Uh, I think that would be ECW's... Uh, Flair Steamboat, like the way Adam was uh, posting that on Facebook. Um, mm-hmm. That would be like their series of matches that can hold up years after and kind of compare it to the best series of matches from other uh, promotions. Well, absolutely. And, um, and you know, Going back to Ricky Steamboat, I mean, he had some great matches, like a, quite a few of the greats over the years. You know, as, as mentioned, you know, with, with Flair and Macho Man earlier in the podcast. But uh, another another great he had some great matches with uh, was uh, Ravishing Rick Rude. They're in WCW, man. Those guys really had some classics. Uh, Rick Rude and who? Sorry, Steve. Uh, Ricky Steamboat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rick um, Rude is definitely uh, a great wrestler. Uh, even had a short, he even had a spent in all Japan, I believe, and had some matches there that I was kind of blown away to see that he was, he worked over there. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sure they had some great matches, Steamboat and Rude. Mm-hmm. Very fortunate that I met Steamboat a couple times at fan tables, you know. And, and, and another two two greats of the ring uh, that I've been remiss to say that had had some really really great classics, and 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 was different for that time was uh, William Regal and uh, Fit Finley. Oh my goodness, yeah. The uncensored match from '96, and and even their WWE matches are really like. Yeah, um, Finley is, um, I think underrated. Uh, him and Regal are just, they just, him and Regal and Benoit would go at it hard, and and so would uh, Finley and Regal. Um, Regal is definitely one of my favorite all-time wrestlers. Just not just wrestling, but entertainment-wise too. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Regal and Finley. Uh, I mean, yeah, the my estimation, two of the greats, hands down, and, and they had some classics. Uh, and to, to watch them do the thing, in, both in WCW and WWE. Uh, just this is amazing the chemistry those two had. I mean, it was so different from what it, everybody else was doing at the time. Yeah, they were just it was strong style before strong style was you know kind of 
Bitcoin, the European Charles. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, classics. And, uh, and, you know, they really, like, see some of the day stars, you see, you see some of their influence as well. Both Finley and Regal. I think uh, Seamus would have to have been influenced by Finley, because Finley was the biggest Irish wrestler in the States. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they had a match together at some point. Um and Regal definitely influenced uh, Brian Danielson a lot. And they threw the friends too. Yeah, I even remember Ricky Steamboat saying one time that uh fit that um Seamus was uh one of his favorite wrestlers there in WWE. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Uh Steamboat uh at one point was saying that Sheamus is one of his favorite wrestlers in WWE to watch. Oh, yeah. Um, it's interesting. Big Show said that like hardest opponents were uh, Sheamus and Christian. I wouldn't expect a Christian, but he mm-hmm. definitely met Sheamus in there. And it was kind of cool to ask Christian about those Big Show comments. But, uh, yeah, um, I was, I, lo- I was looking on Facebook and there was even a tweet that somebody screenshot. It was like, oh, Seamus could have fit in and this and all these all, all these promotions and, and, that, and I think Seamus could probably fit in that all Japan era where they just go at it hard. That nineties all Japan era. Oh, absolutely. I'd love to see Seamus and Walter in Oh. Oh, can can you imagine those two? Oh, it'd be tremendous. Um, right. You know, speaking of two big guys earlier, I, uh, as far as, like, great matches, I would have to uh, put out there Big Van Vader and uh, Cactus Jack, man. Those two guys, they, they, they always went all out. Yeah, they had a crazy match in uh, this W. Like, uh, just fighting all over them. Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, the series of matches they had. Um, I, I remember years ago, uh, Sullivan, Kevin Sullivan, uh, after their, uh, I think it was their SummerSlam match uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, I believe. 
that it was like one of the best matches he's seen in years during that time, right? And uh, and they just went on to do bigger and better things, those two, and then had that WrestleMania match. So yeah, great great chemistry. I mean, of of the bit of rivalry they had, I mean, they got in the ring, they just created magic together. Right. I guess uh, it definitely helps with the build drama to that, you know, to their matches. And, uh, they had even the even the uh, Montreal match where it had a bad, uh, you know, infamous finish. Even that match was pretty good. Up, up to that point. Um, mm-hmm. They just, I don't think they ever had a bad match together. Um, and obviously the WrestleMania 12 match, the Iron Man match, is kind of has uh, a legacy to it. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely a good rivalry with those two. And, uh, I would say Brett and Steve Austin had one of the best matches too, WrestleMania 13. Yeah. The double turn after that match. Oh yeah, that match was amazing. Yeah, but it was like a street fight when they did the I Quit match and the Austin not giving up. The whole the whole blood visual, the Crimson Mask visual was great. Mm-hmm. Awesome drama for that match. Oh yeah. Oh, that 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 was, that, that definitely was tremendous. Um. It, you know, I I personally enjoyed the 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 brother feud with Bret Hart and Owen Hart. At one point. Yeah, they even had a they even had a blue cage match. At one point. Right. Um, it was pretty good. And, and and both Bret and Owen were so skilled. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, it's cool to see that. Uh, AEW is doing uh, a cross promotion with the uh, Owen Hart uh, Foundation recently. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Owen is definitely uh, an innovator. Did a lot of the um, acrobatic stuff before it became uh, commonplace. Right. And he had a great series of matches with Shawn Michaels, too, at one time. Yeah. Um, and Owen had uh, a New Japan career at one point, had some uh, matches with Juice and Liger. So. Yeah. I think he's definitely uh, has a legacy over there in Japan as well. Mm-hmm. You know, speaking of Bret Hart, I'm so- some of the matches he had with Kurt Hennig, Mr. Perfect, was uh, just amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, Mr. Perfect and who was it on? Uh, Bret Hart. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to have to go back and, and watch their uh, matches. Cause, yeah, Kurt was definitely one of the best wrestlers ever, too. I mean, he, he had some great, you know, Bret Hart, Ric Flair, and some of the best. 
time. Uh, yeah, I think he even had a AWA title match with Jerry Lawler one time. Yes. Um, very he made, very he had a great team with him and Scott Hall at one time, too. Oh, yeah. Four, uh, four team right um, I had to put, uh, I had to put uh, Jerry Waller, Terry Funk up there with him at that match. That arena match. That his head on the head. Yeah. And, oh, what a uh, feud that Waller and Funk had. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it was like a forever feud. Um, um, crazy finish with the with the my eye, like hitting the piece of table on Terry Funk's eye, and uh, Lance Russell kind of doing commentary, mm-hmm. trying to host it. With the, pretty iconic. Yeah. Hard, hardcore definitely. Well, speak, speaking of eyes, uh, yeah, what a great segue into the Star King match with uh, Magnum TA and Tilly Blanchard in their finish. <laughs> what intense match that was. Right. Yeah. That quit match. Yeah, uh, I think they even enhanced the uh, matches, you know, falling down like Simon Dreamer. Mm-hmm. C.W. Anderson. Um, but yeah, Tully uh, um, and Magnum. Wasn't that the cage match? And that had to be yes. A brutal match, yeah. I'm going to have to rewatch that, too. Yeah, it was definitely a show stealer that night. <laughs> no doubt. It's, um,. Interesting, we did get Magnum at a... No, yeah, we got Magnum at All In. It'd be kind of interesting if we ever got a Tully Magnum uh, segment on AEW, considering... I know Tesla's kind of still a freelancer, but uh, Tully has been really good on AEW recently, just promo-wise and still wrestling and doing power drivers. Yeah. Tully hasn't slowed down much. No, he's a machine. Tully's a machine. <laughs> Classic. He'll take that kick from Luchasaurus. And right. Cool and <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. Um. You know I. I don't know if you mentioned this one yet. Uh, did, did did you mention Okada and Tanahashi yet from Wrestle Kingdom Ten? They had yeah, they had one at ten and nine, and I think I started getting the New Japan at Wrestle Kingdom Nine because of the Ring of okay. partnership. Um, yeah, uh, I believe that's the one where Okada beat Tanahashi at, at ten. But um, mm. yeah, I remember watching nine and kind of not knowing everything at that point the context of, you know, going in, but it was such an amazing show. I, I stayed up and watched those Wrestle Kingdom shows because it's like, it's like their WrestleMania. And uh, I remember feeling uh, sympathetic for Okada after he lost to Tanahashi at that, that Wrestle Kingdom 9 match. 
and mm-hmm. that's, that was a classic. And obviously, uh, the ten match was a classic too. And uh, um, Nakamura's matches with like Ibushi at nine, and uh, his match with uh, AJ at ten. Uh, yes. Yeah. As well. Um, yes. Yeah. That was amazing. I wanted to mention uh, NXT because um, there's some great matches on NXT that. I think kind of get overlooked, and that's Nakamura, Sami Zayn, and Cesaro. Yes. Cesaro versus Sami Zayn, two uh, two and three falls match. I think Cesaro mm-hmm. has some amazing matches, and so is Sami Zayn. Uh, just you know, with Nakamura and Cesaro over there in that experience. Right. Um, I would rewatch those, um, especially the Cesaro match, the two out of three falls match was just awesome. Like the crowd was so right. into it. And, uh, and so into that Nakamura uh, debut as well for NXT. I think Nakamura has had some good matches after that, but he, I don't think he's ever topped that same as any match in NXT in WWE so far. Yeah. Speaking of NXT, I mean, I mean, look at Bailey and Sasha Banks. How great that match was. Oh, yeah. They had some good matches in NXT as well. Mm-hmm. Fans, uh, fan response to those matches as well. Yeah, I, like you said, a lot of great matches that NXT has, has had in recent years. Yeah. I think NXT is just on that new fan level of great matches, at least with the Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I... I thought that, um, you know, Triple H and Stone Cold had some great chemistry years back. Some of their matches. Yeah. Um, I think uh, I think Triple H's greatest rival was Mick Foley, Tag with Jack, but I'm sure him mm-hmm. and Stone Cold had some good matches. Um, Triple H Definitely had some great matches with Shawn Michaels. Oh, yeah. With Shawn Michaels' return? Yeah. Mm-hmm. What a feud they had. Yeah, they had some funny matches. And, uh, Triple H versus Brian at WrestleMania 30 was pretty great, too. It was a good technical. Yes. Yes. Um, you mentioned Samoa Joe earlier. I, I, I thought the, the feud he had with Kurt Angle there for uh, TNA Impact oh, yeah. was uh, some of the best of that company. TNA has some really good matches. Um, you know, Kurt Angle, Samoa Joe, and also the uh, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. Um, uh, Christopher Daniels, AJ Styles. Right. And, Mojo, that, yeah, that one. That was a great triple threat match. From 05. Mm-hmm. I think it was unbreakable 05. Three balls. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would sum up TNA. Um, um, also, some of the Right. 
Yeah, that that was pretty intense. That 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 was Ring of Honor, right? Yeah, I believe that was Ring of Honor. Mojo and Kabashi. That was, what a classic, for sure. I think Steve's things have dropped off, but uh, hopefully he'll join us here a little bit later. But uh, we'll be uh, taking another commercial break. When we come back, we'll continue talking greatest matches right here on WCW Retro. So stay with us. Doctor of Style, and you're listening to VOC Nation. Check out In the Room every Tuesday night at nine. Listen in. Pro Wrestling Illustrated's Brady Hicks, former WCW star Stro Maestro, Cassie Fitz, Matt Grimm, and you and Ray are there too, right, Ray? We sure are, and we've got great guests like Lex Luger, AJ Styles, Kaku, and more. It's a heck of a party. Plus, I didn't get thrown off uh, buildings. And then uh, I didn't get pregnant either. Sometimes I think it gets so ridiculous. We were getting into, like, snuff film territory there. In the room. 9 p.m. Eastern on VOC Nation. Wrestling with History, the voice of choice, and Killer Ken Resnick. When I die, they're going to open me up and find about 2,000 undigested Northwest Airlines cheese omelets. Mr. Chris Cruz, what's going on? Jesus, how did I get roped into this? General Adnan went to school with Saddam Hussein. He cried, I cried, he cried, and who could have Adnan lost a lot of family in the Iraqi war. Everybody loves Granny. Wow. Yeah, see, a lot of people don't know that. Yes, Taylor, you guys are busting me up. Catch Wrestling With History with Ken Resnick and I live on VOCNation.com or listen to the podcast by searching VOC Nation Radio Network on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back to WCB Restaurant. Tonight we're talking greatest matches in wrestling history. And uh it's been great so far. We bring back so many great memories and moments. Uh so let's let's keep the good times rolling. We have uh Professor Steve on the line and I believe we have uh the amazing Velvet on the line. Uh, welcome welcome back, brother. <laughs> well Velvet, you there? How you guys doing? Doing good. Uh, Velvet, is, are you, is this you, sir? A43 area code. Hey, uh, I had my phone muted. Hey, it's Tim. Hey, Tim, how you doing, man? <laughs> doing good, man. How you been? Great, brother. Great, man, great to have you with us tonight, man. Uh, tonight we're talking greatest matches in history, man. Glad you could join us. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah, I finally got a free moment. <laughs> awesome, 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 man. Hey, welcome to the party. Uh, the, uh, well, continuing on, is, is there any, like, great matches that you like to share in some of your favorites through the years? 
Oh man, I've <laughs> I was actually listening to the whole thing, so I was writing down, you know, some you know greatest matches that I've seen and you know witnessed myself. Um, do you think we can put the finger poke of doom in this one, or no? <laughs> well, if, 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 if that's one of your favorites. <laughs> I, not mine, but you know, some could consider. You know, <laughs> yeah, I, I would say that was that was a heck of a finish. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, but I mean, you know, hey, I was, you know, I was going through YouTube, you know, like guy said earlier, um, you know, actually, and wouldn't you know, I pulled up some greatest matches. And for some reason, two of your matches showed up. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm honored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, in WA, uh, the Mountain State, uh, you and Ricky Shane, it says oh, technical yeah. wrestling. Yeah, he- yes, technical wrestling classic. So. Yeah. Ricky Shane, man. What a, what a great wrestler he is. You know, one of the, one of the best in that area, hands down. Yeah, and then, um, I mean, I mean, we knew you were famous in WCW, but you you took on a Nintendo character, Super Mario. What's up with that? Oh, I, I you must Man, be I'm talking about the, the Legend show I did for uh, Memphis yes. Wrestling. Yeah, what did yes. I and Louisville Garden? Yes. Uh, yeah. Me. Yeah, um, well, that, that's who they booked me with. So you know, you got to go with who they book you with, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, there was even yeah. Ninja Turtles in WWE at one point, and I think in FMW too. So yeah, yeah, exactly. Super Mario. Yeah, man. Yeah, he, then, he was um, an entertaining cat. He was an entertaining cat, man. Super Mario. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and uh, then I heard someone talking about uh, Cactus Jack. I was hoping they would mention it, but, you know, what put him on the map, I guess, was the Germany match with Vader, where he lost his ear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the ropes. Yeah, him and Vader had some intense matches, man. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, I, I was hoping they would mention that one, but, the, you know, they were all saying, oh, you know, um, you know, like... Uh, what was it, you know, him and Taker, the whole cell, and, you know, it's always big things, uh, but, you know, classic matches, you're looking at, you know, you know, coming from someone who's, you know, been in the business or, you know, close to the business, you know, you're looking at technical, you know, skills like a Regal or, you know, you know, Bret Hart, you know, well, in, any of the Hart family. I'd have to, uh, since you're on topic with him for us, I'm going to have to put uh, for Hart's match at Benoit, the Owen Hart tribute match up there. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the one from Nitro. Yeah, that was, that was, yeah, that was a classic. Oh, yeah. Classic. Um, like, uh, like the, this weekend, um, you know, I I don't know if um, if you're if you plan on going or anything, um, but I'm hoping to see 
some good technical wrestling, um, you know, for, you know, Moses Memorial, you know, um, you know, UPWA. Oh, yeah, October 16th. Yeah, man. Yes. Yeah, the Oda Manson, Shockwave, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm doing commentary that night, so, yeah, man, I'll be right there with everybody else. Okay, you know, right good. In the action. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm 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 getting more bookings for photography and all, you know, in the in the Carolinas. So I'm hoping I've got right. that night off. You know, if if not, I'm gonna tell him, hey, you know, I got to be there for Moses because, you know, he, you know, he influenced me becoming a manager. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'd be great to have you, man. Yeah, it should be, yeah, definitely. You know, it should be a, a, a great night for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, I guess you, you know, you know, when you say greatest matches, you know, you know, I, I gotta, you know, um, you know, include him too. I mean, he he was good, you know. Yeah, he wasn't on the, you know, big level, but hey, you know, everyone starts somewhere. Oh yeah, well he 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 managed some of the best on the Indies. Oh yeah. I mean, he didn't I mean, manage me. Really, then again, right, I wasn't. So, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the stories I can tell you about most. I mean, we had some great times together on the road. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, I traveled with him for a little while, so yeah, it, it was fun. <laughs> well, we almost caused a riot one time up in Jersey. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> Oh my I'm not, god! I'm not familiar with. Wait. I'm not familiar with Moses. Where did Moses work a lot? Like what state? Oh man, um, he he did a lot of stuff. Um, up, upstate, didn't he? With um, you know, Tank and everybody. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with North Tank, but some I like Carolinas and. Yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, because he um. Uh, I I think he he was from up uh, from up what uh, Virginia I believe. Oh okay, I think I know who you're talking about now. I just uh, yeah. I don't I don't think I yeah, ever got to see based, Moses work, but I, I saw the trip. Yeah, he's based out of Fayetteville. Okay, okay. Didn't he pass away recently? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Recently, yeah. That's, yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah. Good, great guy, man. I, I miss him. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And that's I mean, you know, that's why, like I said, you know, he he basically gave you gave me my start. Um, you know, when I I wanted to do something in the business, and I said I wanted to be a manager. He took me under his wing. He goes, "Hey, you know, if you need pointers, I'm here." But you know, he 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 lets you soar. He lets you fall. But, you know, he was always there, you know, to give you advice. You know, right. whether you need it or not, he was always there. <laughs> Stro, did, did you have a Stro, did you have a favorite manager that you had? Um, I know you had company in WCW, but I'm sure you had some other favorite managers. Oh, yeah, I had quite a few over the years. But, you know, Moses was definitely one of my favorites, you know, too. And, you know, we're both kind of doing the similar deal at the time, you know, the whole darkness thing, you know, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but but yeah yeah I had some great times with Moses man uh, he he was a great man and he he was one of those matches that weren't afraid to get physically involved in matches either I mean he was a good exactly. leader man 
Yeah, and I mean, I you know, uh, talking about greatest matches. I mean, I haven't I haven't seen all of them yet, um, but I'm you know I was looking forward to the whole you know, FMW, um, you know, uh, you know with uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, seeing you know, what that um, brings out and everything. So because I, Onita, I mean, I need a Terry Funk. The Barbour Master, Barbour Exploding Master, is one of my favorite FMW matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hayabusa had, you know, made, has been a star in FMW, so FMW, it's not just garbage wrestling. They had, they had great wrestlers there, like Hayabusa, that became oh, yeah. know, a oh, yeah. after the fact. Um, yeah, and they had Terry Funk, so uh ECW was definitely influenced by FMW. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I, I mean, yeah, you know, I I, fo- I followed the wrestlers. It's just the company I didn't follow because, you know, at, oh, at yeah. the time, you know, you could Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you couldn't follow it really unless, um, you unless know, then when the, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So when the Internet come out, you know, you could you can follow everything. So, but before it's like you know, you know, you get so mad at yourself. It's like, why didn't I know this before? You know, right? Isn't Ricky yeah, Stark still so. FMW champ in AEW? He's the FTW champ. The F- F- FTW. Okay, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Anita definitely—he's uh, revamped FMW recently too, so um, they're still. <laughs> They're active again, which is pretty interesting. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think of you know greatest matches. I mean, you know, because now you've got uh, you know everything on the network and all this here, you know, but yet they don't show. Um, it. They don't show more of the, you know, the dark matches because I think really that was the greatest, mm-hmm. you know, matches were dark matches. Yeah, I think um, you're you're right on that because even Razor Ramon Scott Hall said that his matches with Sean that weren't even um, televised or like I think their dark match or house show matches were just as good as not better than the WrestleMania 10 match. Right. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and and that's that's one thing I I would like for someone to do is you know I mean I'm I know they have video, but or you know DVD whatever now, but you know at least you know put some of those you know some of those you know dark matches or whatever you know uh, out DVD. there you know for you know everyone to see. I know Flair used to uh, joke around about his matches with uh, Foley, where uh, they would go to commercial and Flair would get all his offense in during commercial, and then when they come back to commercial, it makes making a comeback. You know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I think I've noticed that on um you know uh not not really WWE but more or less AEW when they do the picture in picture, it's like you can see that's when they. You know, someone would do more offensive moves during the picture in picture right. than they than they would, you know, you know, full frame. You know, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, man, we missed it. So you know, because you know, 
you know, those commercials taking up most of, you know, most of the screen. So. Yeah. But it's like what I what yeah. I see looks awesome though. <laughs> yeah, I think Cesaro would would say some of his best stuff is during commercials too. Right. Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. That, that, I've just there's quite a few matches I've had that I I like I wish that were on television because um, mm-hmm. it was so good. Like the match. I'll, I'll give you an example. The matches I had with um. Rob Van Dam were just right. amazing, and, and there are a lot of those matches. Like God, man, I wish these matches were on on tele- televised because they're just so amazing. I mean, we had such good chemistry. You know, you know, you had certain people in the ring you have great chemistry with, and you know, he was definitely one of them. And I mean, it was one of those guys that you can go in a match blindfolded and still have a good match, basically. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's how good they were. No, I, I I know this is supposed to be the podcast, but I mean, you know, if if I was to interview you, it's like, you know, since, since you said RVD, you know, who would you, you know, who would somebody you haven't wrestled that you would love to have have wrestled? Uh, no. Yeah, you know, I we mentioned him earlier, and uh, he definitely a guy on the bucket list for sure would be Kurt Angle, man. Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, that guy to me still to this day still amazes me. All oh, what he's been through and what a great athlete and competitor he is. Uh, Kurt Angle is like to me he's one one of the greatest of all time. All right, I'll mention yeah. that at Russell Kate. <laughs> all right. <laughs> yeah, um, I've had some fun with the the Fire Pro uh, game and. Uh, put made my own little throw on that game so I could do a angle matches on there because uh, that would have been a a great simple wrestling matchup between you and Angle. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, uh, uh, have that have that feather in the cap, you know. Oh man, that it'd be an honor for sure. Yeah, um, um, I know there were times that uh, I know Benoit came to me and he he had wished that they had put us into like a program together. Which uh you know, I was like all for it time, but you know, a lot lot a lot of things during that time it kinda of fell to the cracks, but uh it almost mm-hmm. happened. <laughs> Sterling, did you ever um I don't think you have, but I'm sure you and Jerry Briscoe would have been a good match. Oh, Jerry, yes. Mm-hmm. You know, him and Jack were like two of my heroes growing up, man. And I used to watch uh, Jack Briscoe and Story Funk Jr. and some of the great matches they had. And I was like, God, man. You know, I'd give anything to step in the ring with uh, Jack or Jerry Briscoe. Hands down. Two, two of my all time favorites. Uh, what about Wes then? You know, since, I mean, you know, since he's oh, yeah. he's still doing, you know, Maybe you step in there with West. Oh yeah. Um matter of fact he's got a he's got a podcast here on uh VOC Nation, Briscoe and Big Ace. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was just uh looking at that, um, you know, seeing who was on here. So mm-hmm. um, a good he's got a podcast there, uh Manny Fernandez, Raging Bull. And um 
And Shelly Martinez did have a podcast on here. She may come mm-hmm. back. So mm-hmm. she's, you know, I mean, uh, and her podcasts are always great. So um, I, I don't want to interrupt your or other caller, but uh, I no, think go we, ahead. Since we're talking about greatest, since we're talking about greatest matches, uh, I think they go Undertaker, uh, Shawn Michaels at May twenty five. Oh my God! Yeah. What a, yes. The twenty-six matches, those great two, two man. The twenty-five matches, the classic. Um, yes, it is. I, I, I would have to say one of my favorite WrestleMania matches. Taker, Sean, twenty-five. Especially the entrances alone were pretty epic. Oh yeah. And the whole uh, kind of faith uh, entrance with the white and coming down from the heavens and Undertaker. Being the black hat, this is Sean the white hat. It was a pretty cool visual, kind of like what Cody and Malachi were doing. Mm-hmm. Right. White and black. Um, like great chemistry yeah, those two had in the ring. My goodness. Great chemistry, uh, epic match. I'm surprised Undertaker didn't get seriously injured because the way he took that dive on the cameraman, that was just a oh oh crazy. Yes, match. that poor guy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and the finish was great too with the, with the moonsault into the tombstone. Just amazing ring. Oh, yeah. One of, one of Undertaker's like, greatest matches from uh, in recent years, I guess. Um, yeah, m- master storytellers, man. You know, uh, I. You know, I often wonder about that. Um, not not to interrupt you, but the cameraman. I often wonder if he got paid for a bump too. He oh, should yeah. be. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. sure that was a massive a, save. Right. That could have been really bad if Undertaker had landed wrong. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What a great pick. What, what a match, man. Oh, to this day, uh, one of the... One of the all-time greats. Yeah, I would say Taker has had some of the best matches ever. Shawn Michaels, uh, Mick Foley, not even just the Hell in Cell match, but just in general. Like, you know, those two have had some crazy matches. Um, it would be a very live match. And, um, the Cell match is pretty iconic. Uh, Shawn and Taker, that first Cell match is pretty iconic with Kane's <laughs> debut. And, the way Sean got the, the win from Kane's interference. Like, Sean and Taker, one of the best rivalry in wrestling, WWE, wrestling general. Yeah, uh, an, a, another great big man that can move and very athletic, man. The Undertaker. Yeah, oh, I, yeah, I would have to. I know some people say Vader or Andre are the best big, best big men, but my favorite is Undertaker, of course. Just, is the whole macabre persona yeah. and just the, the legendary magic. <laughs> well, I, I mean, they were good big men, but I don't think anyone really moved like Taker, though. You know? Agreed. Yeah. You know, the, you know, you, you wouldn't think of a guy who's six 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 seven whatever, you know, you know, coming off a top rope you know, to the outside. Yeah, he he did that whole uh, flying dive and 
Yeah. <laughs> get get some hang time. You know, I I I I could see him. Okay, yeah, I'll do this, but I'm gonna do it in the ring. You know, with us padding. But to go, you know, three four more feet, you know, on top of a crowd that's gonna catch you, and you're and you know if you hit bone on bone. You know, that's going to hurt you more than it would if you land on a mat. <laughs> so, you know, here it is, this big guy. Hey, I'm going to take this move. Mm-hmm. It's amazing that him and uh, Foley were able to do that cell match because Undertaker had a bad ankle. And that right. Nick was able to take some uh, almost life-threatening uh bumps in that match, so that's mm-hmm. some crazy spectacle in that match, even though it's the first cell match might have been uh, as legendary or more, but just the fact that they were able to just do that cell match with the injuries involved was crazy. Mickey even mm-hmm. got knocked out at one point in that match. Right, yeah. yeah. We talked about it a lot. It, but, um, yeah. That's when Uncle Terry bought by some time and started uh, rolling the takers. So that uh, making that was like my, get time to come too. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my favorite yeah. parts of that match was Terry getting choked out of his shoes. <laughs> yeah, seeing see yeah. him flopping around on the mat, you know, making sure he kicked his kick both shoes off. And <laughs> right. uh, it, it was funny going here. Uh, Mick talk about that match where uh, him him and Terry were talking about I guess it was the day or the night before and, 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 and Terry was like you know it'd be cool if uh, you just jumped off the top of that there cage right and uh, and and Terry didn't literally think Mick would take him seriously but <laughs> he, he was he was crazy that's all I can say Oh my goodness! But what a, what a match! Oh my gosh! And and like mm-hmm. like you said, with the injuries involved, do what they did was just just on a whole new level. Right. It's not yeah, here tonight, well, but I I gotta I gotta say, Rock Hogan from WrestleMania 18, uh, mm-hmm. just from crowd reaction alone, and the fact that the, uh, it was. Kind of like turned Hogan, because like uh, Canada was so into Hogan in that match. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> I think just based on crowd reaction alone, that had there one of the best matches ever. God, that uh, that crowd was so surreal <laughs> at night. And, and then I mean, you know, speaking of mania, um, you know. You could e- you can even throw in I mean you know uh, Sting and Triple H you know uh, here he is he comes back for one match and he could have left it at that and that would have been you know that would have been a good you know final you know one time run you know in WWE you know for Sting but you know of course he he come back and. You know, did stuff with Seth and all this here, but that one match he did with Triple H, you know, he could have left it at that, and that would have been his, you know, his way out, you know, 
wrestling wise because I mean here he is you know a legend in the business and but no he wanted to do more and I think I think they left some money on the table with Sting um, I think they should have done what Undertaker did with AJ and just <laughs> right Sting wasn't in his prime at that point not, not to be disrespectful but um I think Taker staying would have had a really cool cinematic. Oh yeah, that's oh yeah. What they done. Well, I, I think didn't he didn't he say that he, you know, that's one match he wished he would have had. Exactly. You know, I mean, even the even the crowd at the Hall of Fame, they didn't want him to retire. They wanted right. him with Undertaker, and just I think Undertaker wasn't interested, and maybe WWE wasn't interested. But that's a big what if, because they kept teasing <laughs> it a lot, and like just online about like what if, and like just never came to be. I'm, I mean, because uh, you know, think think of the possibilities. I mean, you could have had, you know, talking about greatest matches. I mean, you know, just just think what if, you know, you know Bray as the Fiend, you know, first thing. Oh yeah, yeah. I know. I know Bray's. I know Bray probably wanted Sting. Um, that would have been cool. Yeah. Um, uh, I really like. Uh, I like the fact that Sting had those matches with Muda. I think his rivalry with Muda. Is <laughs> those were awesome. Um, I think Muda would have fit in. I think Muda would have had some good matches with. Uh, like an Undertaker or a Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, uh, talking about greatest matches, Sting and Flair, Bash of the Beach, I think it was, or it was uh, Great American Bash, I believe. Yes. Um, yes. They had a they had a great match together as well. Uh, Flair definitely made Sting a bigger star for sure. Mm-hmm. And and that's that's what makes you know great matches is when you have someone of that you know that caliber like a you know Flair or a Dusty or you know someone who can you know make magic with you in the ring you know really that's what makes greatest matches you know not just the historic ones you know you know but mm-hmm. you know stuff that you'll see on a weekly you know weekly basis or you know whatever. It, if it be pro or indie, you know, you know, it's, you know, right. whoever, who, whoever you're, you're in the dance with, you know? Yeah. And Sting and Flair's case, I mean, they, uh, all the years that they feuded and transcended from WCW to TNA Impact, um, I mean, it, it just shows you how much staying power that feud had. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, uh, then of course you got, um, of course your all all time, uh, you know, in Texas, well, um, Von Erichs, Freebirds. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd have to put um, 
Wyatt Family versus Shield Elimination Chamber. If you're going modern era, that was mm-hmm. right. just from the from just from the crowd reactions. Like they didn't even touch each other, and the, the fans are already into it. Oh yeah. Um, now um, what energy those matches had? <laughs> exactly. I think um, I think a Von Erich's Wyatt Family match would have been a, a really cool dream match in the alternate you know, re- you know timeline. That would have been a cool. Match for sure. oh, can you imagine? Um, oh wow! Yeah. Kerry Von Erich and Bray Wyatt going at it. <laughs> Kevin Von Erich versus uh, Luke Harper. Mm. Um, I mean, can you imagine the NWO Shield feud? Oh yeah. Oh <laughs> man. That would have been. That I gotta start doing like a, you know, a, uh, a draft, you know, <laughs> just put, you know, who, you know, who who would be good, you know, against this person, that person, you know, who who would win. But then then I'd have yeah. like three or four notebooks full of, you know, possibilities. <laughs> yeah, like I think that'd be a great topic type. for next week's uh, WCW retro. Kind of like what Marvel's doing. What if we can do like the whole what if with the wrestling. Yeah, that that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah, like that'd be tremendous. Over, yeah. Oh man, yeah, that yeah, that's definitely a topic of next week for sure. God, we, there's so much we can like dive into on this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, um I think a I think a Masao Okada match on topic of dream matches for sure. Oh my God, Just, huge, huge man. But um. Yeah, um, um, go ahead. Uh, one of the other matches that my friend mentioned was uh, Ultimate uh, Warrior versus Randy Savage for Samania. Yeah. And, uh, Savage and Rude, I think, were like the best ring matches for Ultimate mm-hmm. Warrior. So right, I agree. Definitely wanted to mention that one. Because we've mentioned uh, a lot of matches tonight, but Ultimate Warrior... As limited as he was, he had some good matches with uh, Hogan, Savage, and, and Rude. He sure did. And uh, um, also Kurt Angle versus Shawn Michaels, uh, WrestleMania. That was a great match. I wanted to mention. Oh that yes, one it was. Yeah. That was one of my. Uh, I had a coworker who mentioned that match to me, and I can rewatch that. And, that, that was a really good one, um, but uh, yeah, Stro, uh, I'll I'll let you finish. But I think I got we no, got go most like, a lot of these uh, mentioned tonight. Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. Some, some great, great memories, man. You guys, uh, thank you guys for throwing it out there. Um, is is there anything you guys would like to plug? Any events coming up? Anything? Uh, floor is yours. Oh yeah. Uh, uh, go ahead, Tim. Oh, um, I, I mean, uh, you know, I'm I'm doing photography um, now for um, some indie shows in uh, North Carolina, um, South Carolina, and Georgia. Um, I travel all over um, East Coast. Um, I'm doing stuff for. Uh, oh man, uh, PWF, uh, Patriotic Wrestling Federation. Um, 
uh, we do, uh, we're having a show in uh, Lake Wiley, South Carolina, um, coming up. Um, uh, we just did a show. Um, <laughs> I, I say we, um, but uh, we just had a show in Rock Hill uh, with uh, Rock and Roll Express, uh, Rick and Robert. Um, awesome show. Um, it was a benefit show. Um, and you know, I'm I'm in the process of working with some other companies, um, you know, taking photos for them. Um, so Tim, I mean, do you, you can, any, do you have any social media that you can plug? That uh, can y- yes, um, I just rebranded. Um, I was under um, just me, uh, Tim Enlo Photography, um, on Facebook, um, but that got hacked and you know uh, deleted so I rebranded myself um I'm now under Enlo E N L O W photographer excuse me Enlo Entertainment um so you can find me on there um you know I'm on uh I'm a friend of Stroh's um so you can find me on there um if you don't uh find me under my name um and and I'll put all my dates you know where I'm going to be um, you know, if you want to book me um, uh, to come take pictures at your event, you know, hey, feel free. Um, I'll give you all my information whenever you message me, uh, email me, inlowentertainment um, at gmail.com. Uh, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I can call in. Uh, uh, I like to uh, mention pro wrestling interviews. Uh, I'm not sure who's going to be on uh, next week, but it was, uh, it's always fun to call in. I'm glad Stro could call in uh, this past week uh, and uh, have Sinister on as well. Um, always fun to talk to Velvet and uh, Stro on, on pro wrestling interviews on uh, Sunday mm-hmm. My uh, social media is Sir Steven, if anybody wants to reach me on Twitter and Instagram. Um, uh, looking, I'm, I definitely need to catch up on New Japan. The G1 Climax uh, is always a pretty good period for New Japan. Zack uh, Sabre Jr. Uh, has beaten Shingo Takagi recently and uh, even called out Daniel Bryan, uh, Bryan Danielson, American Dragon. So some interesting stuff going on in New Japan with that G1 Climax. And, uh, yeah, so looking forward to pro wrestling interviews on Sundays and always enjoy calling ret- uh, retro. And, um, yeah, so those, uh, those are my plugs for the week. Awesome. You guys make the show. Feel free to call back next week. Next week we'll be starting our What If segment. So it'll be a great uh, topic to dive into to talk about for sure. Uh, so please uh, spread the word. And... Uh, be sure to catch the archives of tonight's show on DeerSonation.com. Just look for WCW Retro and Greatest Matches. And like I said, feel free to call back next week anytime. You guys you guys are awesome. Uh, tomorrow night, the Stro Zone on my Facebook page, Facebook.com slash Stro the Maestro at midnight Eastern Standard Time. The kickoff to the month of Papa Ween for the month of October. And tomorrow night's feature will be the creature from the Black Lagoon. So please tune in. But thank you, guys. You guys are great. Have a great rest of the week and weekend. We'll see you guys next Thursday. And we'll leave out to some NWO. See you guys next week. God bless.